should I say should I say where <laughs> should I say this is in your head or what? Oh, what's a good title for a spooky show? Without your head. Without your head, alright. <laughs> Without your head. There all right. Yeah. Alright, give me the countdown. Bonfires burning bright. Funky faces in the night. I remember Halloween dead cats hanging from poles. Little dead around in droves. I remember Halloween. Rounded vertigo with skeleton life is known. I remember Halloween this day. Anything goes. Everybody's hanging from poles I remember Halloween Without your head, horror radio. I'm Neil. I'm John. And I'm Troy. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> now that we all know who each other is. Right, right. Pleased uh, to meet you. Nice to meet you, John. Nice, nice to meet you, man. Nice to meet you, man. Well, it's good, good to let everybody know who we are. That's true. Yeah, because they're mm-hmm. gonna know who they're, who they're listening to. If they if they don't know by now, it's it's far too late. <laughs> I want to like change my name to like Spooky Fred. Spooky okay. Fred, or uh, or a Johnny Spooky Creep Lee. Show, or uh, <laughs> or uh, the Psycho Clown Guy. Yeah, something like that. You know, be a maybe Bloodshot McGee. <laughs> Bloodshot McGee, Psycho Clown Guy, and Troy. Troy <laughs> and just Troy and Steve. <laughs> hmm. All right, I'm gonna change my name to T Roy. I'm gonna like put. Put like a dash in the middle. All right. All right. Does that really bring out the horror, though? I think so. I think that's shocking. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it is pretty shocking. Let everybody know that uh, in the coming weeks we're gonna have a uh, Judah Friedlander on the show. Sweet. Oh yeah, it should be an interesting uh, interview. Uh, big fan of Feast on the show. I think mm-hmm. uh, I have a lot of questions about it. Right. <laughs> right, definitely. Um, I was a little big fan of the feet. And if you have any questions for uh, for Judy, you can come and uh, leave them on um, withoutyourhead.com. That'd be cool. Oh, yeah. So what's because on? Because if they come up with the questions, we don't have to. It makes it easier for us, and everybody's <laughs> happy. Everybody wins. Right. And, you know, he's he's been around for a while. He's been in a lot of movies. 
So you're going to have to just ask you about uh, Feast. You know, if you have a question about, like, American Splendor or just his, his stand-up or whatever life in general, you can uh, leave it for you. Like, if you want to ask him about why your girlfriend left you, right? you can ask him about that. <laughs> right. It'll be kind of like a Dear Abby thing. Yeah, Dear yeah. Judah. Yeah. It'll be the Dear Judah episode. Dr. Friedlander. That sounds like a doctor's name anyway. It does. It does. Well, he is the world champ. Hmm. We can ask him about that. Yeah, we can check out what that's all about. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Should be uh, some good times on the horizon. I think so. I think so. All right. So, um, any uh, new horror movies out this week? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I need some help of a website to help me with that one. Uh... Well, um, Let's if you see, go to, listen uh, to my frantic clicking. JoeBlow.com, which is a J O B L O dot com. It's you can go check out trailers actually. for some movies. Oh, they have some trailers? Yeah. You can check out uh, The Hitcher, which they have remade. I don't think it's out yet, but, uh, you know, remaking it. Hmm. I'm still waiting on The Wolf, man. Yeah. Uh, Casper here in our chat room wants to know what we thought of Wolf Creek. Uh, um, I was in the film, so you guys go ahead. You're not missing out. <laughs> no, I've heard a lot. I heard a lot about the movie. It was mm-hmm. like you know, because you know, it was even banned in like some countries. I think Canada they wouldn't show it. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I think it was uh, Ebert, Roger Ebert. He uh, said that like he wanted to walk out of the movie. And um, I don't know. I was watching. I thought it was really dull. And then once, like they, you know, they got into the killing or whatever, it still wasn't very exciting. No, and that was like the last twenty minutes of the movie. The first hour or more of the movie just—it's it, so terribly dull. And by the time anything happens, I hate the characters so much. Right. I want to see them all die. Uh huh. <laughs> it was based on a true story, and uh, so it's kind of weird because that's the stuff they ended at the end like they said like how he got off of it you know the, the guy that they said was the killer and I think you know if they would have cut out the beginning part where really nothing happens mm-hmm. and and they made they actually filmed the part where like they were in court and this you know this guy that supposedly killed all his guys buddies gets off of it I think that it could have made for a better movie yeah probably would because I think that stuff would have been more interesting than just seeing these people just like at a party that had nothing to do with the rest of the movie Oh, yeah, because it's not like they were building up any tension. By the time that happens, you're 45 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can pretty much just open with these guys almost meeting him. Yeah. Here a little bit, you know, like 10 minutes into the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I think they did a much better job. Did, did you end up watching um, um, Rest Stop, Neil? No, I haven't seen that yet. Because it, it's kind of a similar setup. With, um, you know, meeting the two people and then, you know, but it builds up tension like oh, probably ten minutes into the movie and then it's just really suspenseful from that point on. Mm-hmm. And if that movie would have done that, I would have had no problem with it, but it, the build-up just takes so long. And there's not really that much of a payoff anyway. It's nothing you haven't really seen before. We, we do have some email questions here. Do you want me to ask them? Sure. All right, these are from uh, Ryron. 
You want to know, since you drain all the blood and extract all the organs from a body during mummification, would this kill a vampire? Is it possible all living mummies are just vampires high off of embalming fluid? Hmm. I don't think it would kill a vampire. I just think you would, it would, um, you know, in, incapacitate him. I don't think he could uh, get around if you drained all the blood out of him. That's true. It would take him a long time. Well, it, it kind of happened to, um, oh, uh, to Lestat. You know, right, right. That's exactly what I was thinking about. Dormant, you know, and, and he was just kind of a husk, and he had to, like, eat some bugs and some rats and stuff, you know, to kind of get his strength back. Mm-hmm. Do you think but they'll ever they'll ever put out like an actual uh, like a good sequel to to uh, Interview with a Vampire? Uh, I wish they would. I really do. Like if they could do like if they could get the cast from from Interview and make like a, a vampire with Scott, it would be awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's ever going to happen. <laughs> I, I think they killed it with that last movie. Yeah, that was really bad. You, you didn't like Pretty Boy Floyd in the. In the <laughs> <laughs> Vampire Lestat or whatever it was, what they call that? I think movie? It was Queen of the Dam. Queen of the Dam. Right. Yep. Yeah, that movie was so. Bi- yeah, we're going into. Didn't uh, they huh? use like the novel from like of a different title, and then they like wrote wrote it off of a uh, the Vampire Lestat? How'd that go? I forget. Does anybody remember? No, it, no that's. Uh, you're right. That's. That's what it was, but if you could just completely <laughs> forget this one and, and make a new list ad and, you know, do it with good people. <laughs> you know, like uh, Halloween H2O, where they just totally forgot all the uh, sequels <laughs> and just made a new that's movie. That's what you'd have to do, really. Do you yeah. think that's, that's going to be, like, the new end thing, just uh, skipping over all, like, the bad sequels? <laughs> I, I, I think that's a wonderful idea. <laughs> you know, they can they do the new Friday 13th, they can... Actually, uh... No, I want to find out what happened to Jason after he came out of space. <laughs> Where do you go from there? You know, when they when they go to space or they, they time travel, you pretty much kill, like, any sequels. Cause <laughs> Where do you yeah. really go from there? That's jumping the shark, I think. I, I, I just like to slap those directors and writers in the face. <laughs> and just be like, what the hell were you guys thinking? <laughs> and, like, if they came on and did some commentary where they're like, yeah, we knew we were ruining the series, <laughs> I could accept that. But they, they, they act like they actually were set out to, like, make a good movie. <laughs> they're like, all oh, the fans were tired of hearing about um, Jason going in the woods and killing them. What, what fans? Show me these fans. I want to meet them. The ones that didn't expect something like Jason would kill some kids in the woods. I want to meet the fans that thought that. And they thought, well, I'd rather see Jason be blast to space. Oh, yeah, and fight, fight a, an android, you know? Yes, and he gets his ass kicked by an android all these years. All these years, nobody could defeat Jason. Who defeats Jason? An android. Yep, some android chick, no less. Thank you, guys. Uh, Mr. Uh, Isaacs, whatever your hell your name is. Jason Isaacs, or whatever. But I think that's a case of, like, the screenwriter having too much time on his hands. And, like, he's watching Aliens one night, and he's like, you know what, we'd kick ass. <laughs> I don't want to make a Friday the 13th film. I want to make Aliens. <laughs> well, I want to make a combination of the two. 
I want to put the leprechaun in outer space. That'll be brilliant. You know, the only, the only thing I can see him doing for, from there is you got to go, you know, kind of like uh, Back to the Future. You know, that originally, the, yeah, Back to the Future went in the past and then went in the future of the sequel. I think, you know, for, for the next uh, Friday 13th, he's going to go back to the past. I want to see, like, the mummy in space. <laughs> She's like, oh this thing. Nature wants to ruin the classic. Uh, <laughs> Let's blast Dracula in his face. If you killed my favorites, now I'm going to send these old bastards. Let's get, uh, let's get old ass Dracula in space. See what he has to do about it. <laughs> There's no sunlight. That's true. Well, it's unbeatable. Oh, that's true. You as, as long as they stay on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, that's true. He, he, Getting back to the mummy question, though, I think the mummy's more of a magical creature because, like, I don't even think the brain is intact with the mummy. No, you're right, you're right. The brain up you, usually, usually the mummy, except for, like, a, in the newer mummy, but usually the mummy has to be controlled by, by someone. Yeah. It's not really the mummy. The mummy itself doesn't have a mind. Mm -hmm. it, you know the original like concept of the mummy is basically he would uh, he was used by like a, a sorcerer or whatever would actually uh, you know control him and have him do his bidding. So I think he's more like a magical zombie, right? You know, um, or, or, or even like the old Karloff one. He might have even been like more like like an undead necromancer. Mm -hmm. I was I was thinking I had an original idea there with going to the past and but really it would be kind of be like ripping off uh, um, Army of Darkness where Ash goes back in the past only with uh, Jason he could go back and become like a uh, a gladiator. Uh, there, no, there is no such thing as uh, ripping people off though. It's just like I mean you know if you if you if you claim like that's a rip off well that's a rip off of something else and this is a rip off oh, right, of something right. else. Is it like you know they they're all inspired by something? Yeah, you can backtrack them all the way. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's been a lot of like the uh, the more like uh, recent horror guys who have gone into space because I think Leprechaun did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> and, classic. Yeah, and, uh, went to the hood. And Hellraiser. Did they go into space? Yeah, yeah, Bloodlines. Oh, well, the director was so proud of that film, he said, take my name off of it. <laughs> Put Alan Smithy on there, baby. <laughs> we got a caller here to the program. Who is this? Big Reddish. Hey, man, how's it going? Yes. Welcome without Hi. your head. Thank you. What's on your mind, my man? Uh, not much. Oh, man. Has your mind been blasted to outer space? <laughs> Who, what monster would you like to see in outer space, Dish? I think they should launch whoever thought to put Jason <laughs> in space. They should launch him out of space. Well, we haven't seen Leatherface in space. <laughs> oh, oh, you just you just perked the interest of some screenwriter out there. <laughs> he could have like laser Ooh. beams. He could have laser beams coming off. I the, can see uh, like I, I can see him like running outside the spaceship with like his <laughs> chainsaw going, just trying to catch up to somebody. He'd have like a light chainsaw. It'd be like a lightsaber. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We might as well. You have got the lightsaber. Why don't we just blow him all up and make an uber leather face? <laughs> you could make like a mask out of alien skin or something. 
Yeah, he, he could get a uh, he could get a face like it from aliens. Make into a mask. Oh, he could wear that thing. That's true. Right. You know, we're talking about like all these sequels that kind of played out. You know, there's a lot of horror movies that were really good that never even had a sequel. True. You think there's any uh, movies up to the instead of remaking or uh, shooting into space? You think maybe they could make a sequel off like a like a really good horror movie that never had a sequel? Oh yeah. Hmm. Anyone's uh, come to mind? Because you know, besides uh, Interview the Vampire, because that's one uh, I really thought about. Plus, uh, they got all sequels right there in, the, in book form. Yeah, but well, they did it to death with like a lot of the King franchises, you know, like um, like Pet Cemetery or um, what's the one? Children of the Corn. Oh, oh God. yeah, the Children of the Corn. <laughs> I didn't even really like the first one. Why? Why did they see no. fit to like make like a second and third and fourth and fifth and then yeah, six? It wasn't like Pet Cemetery. Pet Cemetery, the first one, really grabbed it. Oh yeah, yeah I I really like that movie. You know, I think it's kind of predictable. You kind of know what's going to happen, but it's still really good to me. Mm-hmm. But like Children of the Corn, that's that's one of those that you know they shouldn't make like a movie off of a short story. Yeah, I didn't really mind it, but uh, I don't. I don't know that some people are kind of fascinated with it to make all these sequels. Yeah. And then what's always weird to me was like, you know, they keep making sequels, and like these kids have to be like ten or fifteen years later, <laughs> and like they like they adopt them and bring them to the city, but yet they still wear their uh, like uh, Mormon clothes or whatever the hell mm-hmm. they dress as. And they're still eight years old. Yeah, it's like don't these people age and and so I'll you know. Got to admit. Real life isn't like uh, Beverly Hillbillies. Like w- when you take a hillbilly out of uh, the hills, you know they start wearing regular clothes. They don't still wear the same clothes. Are you sure about that? I think so. I don't know. Um, when Intra comes and visits, when uh, John comes and visits, we'll find out. <laughs> Dude, well, I've seen the, I've seen the attire that you wear. <laughs> <laughs> you and you're making fun of my clothing. <laughs> the. That Malachi, though, was the scariest kid ever. Oh, yeah. We, we all have to agree with that. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's become like a kind of a mainstay uh, thing you see in all, all the horror movies lately. They're like little kids. Yeah. They're just they're scary just because they're like little kids, I guess. Well, little kids aren't like by nature scary. Mm-hmm. And then, then if you get little oriental kids, they're even scarier. <laughs> right. And if you put some white paint on them, oh. And Watch then have out. move it like fast motion. Do you have any kids at your school, Dish? Yeah. Are they, are, are they inherently scary? The, not or just good at math? I bet they were scary when they were younger. Right, right, when they're possessed. Do they wear pancake makeup? He's hanging out with the wrong group of kids. I haven't said one word about whether or not the kids look weird. We got another question here. Um, if Camp Crystal Lake was overrun with zombies, what would Jason Voorhees do? Would he attack them, coexist, or become president? Then he just attack mm. everyone who goes into Crystal Lake or around it. Mhm. But like, if they're zombies, though. Well, I think it depends on the time frame. Would it be when Jason is a zombie, when he is like the living dead, or was it before when he was alive? That's true, that's true. Hmm. 
That'd be kind of interesting. I kind of like think he would. He'd kind of coexist with them, maybe, but I don't know. I think if he was undead, he'd coexist with them. But if he was alive, though, wouldn't they like search him out and try to eat him? What if like a deer like runs past Jason? Does he try to kill it? I don't know. What does he eat? <laughs> I don't think he eats. I don't think it's He's a requirement. To it. We had ye that you know before he He's was a undead. pretty big guy. Yeah. <laughs> You're saying he get like gained that mass by just like not eating nothing? I take it he was he was shooting up on the steroids. <laughs> he had the growth belt. <laughs> Can't you tell like the straps on his big morbid head is like <laughs> HG and out or whatever? <laughs> I mean, like I've I've seen that guy. Like he looks like he works out. You know, he's got some pretty good guns on. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's bigger in some of the movies. What do you figure he bench presses? <laughs> I don't know. He did lift a roof off of his head before. Yeah, he punched a guy's head off once. As far as, like, physical prowess of, of, like, monsters, what would you say is, like, the strongest monster? I mean, besides, like, Japanese giant monsters and shit like that. Like, King Kong doesn't count. Right. <laughs> but out of, like, human-sized monsters, who would you think would have, like, the... Just like the most muscle mass, just the strongest one. Mm. Uh, the thing? I don't know. Yeah, the out of the comic. Predator. Only oh, yeah, the predator's pretty strong. Yeah, predator's pretty strong. I think. But um, some uh, someone else here sent in a question. One, uh, this is kind of a theme here. What role does humor have in horror films? Do you have any favorite examples of humor in horror, and any least favorites? Uh, uh, I like, I kind of like how they turned, like, Freddy into kind of a comedian, <laughs> just a little, when they started moving, like, to the... To the later like, sequels? Third, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I he always had a pretty good sense of humor. Uh-huh. I think yeah, he's always like, in the one-liners. I think if, like, the, the series is, like, it starts out as, like, kind of a funny bit, you know? It should remain funny, kind of like uh, Return of the Living Dead. You know, there's right, a lot of funny scenes in that. Yeah, and then the third one, it becomes serious. Yeah, they become serious again, and it's like, that's not what people like this franchise for. They right. want to see, they want to see, you know, some comedy mixed in with it. But, like, this is like being, like, unintentionally funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. It's like, there's a lot of scenes in there, like, you know, they got the river man and stuff. And they turn him into like this bionic zombie or something like that, and it's just like it's like that's just cheesy. It's like yeah, it just becomes ludicrous. Now. Yeah, it's like who who the hell makes these t- type of movies? You gotta Do they not understand that they gotta like move along with the franchise? Not yeah, you want to stay true to the franchise. If it's yeah. gonna build an audience, like you're saying the Return of the Living Dead movies, the people who like that like it because it is it is funny. Mm-hmm. It's not like a serious zombie movie. It's campy, right. exactly. The people who in the third one, it just all of a sudden becomes a serious horror movie. Yeah, the people who will be interested in seeing a sequel, they don't want to see that. I mean, I know a lot of people love Return of the Living Dead 3, but <laughs> for reasons unknown to, unbeknownst <laughs> to me... Right. I, I hear like the unedited version is. I hear the unedited version is like pretty good, but I I don't know. I don't think any like extra footage could really help that movie out a whole lot. Right. But, the but, Evil Dead movies have a goodly amount of humor. 
Yeah, yeah, and throughout. I kind of think the, like the first one had started out where it wasn't like intentional. I mean, like right. it was unintentional, like funny, and then because like, because of the budget, I think is more the reason why it was funny. Yeah, and then the, the second, second one, like the first one with humor. Mm -hmm. The second one to me is always like a remake of of the original one, only with like uh, more like effects and a lot more uh, comedy. And I'll swallow your soul. You know, it's just. I think it's just about giving the fans what they want, and I think like Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two. Although I do enjoy the film, it's it's definitely not what the fans wanted. You know. No. It, they wanted something, you know, reminiscent to the first one. They didn't want this total cheese fest. Right. Even though I do think the scene where Dem Dennis Hopper is, like, starting up the chainsaws and he's, like, cutting on the wood. <laughs> and the guy who owns the shop is, like, like you know, uh, having an orgasm over it. <laughs> I think that's the best. To me, my favorite blend of, like, horror and comedy is, like... Um American Werewolf in London. It's just such a cool, like, dark comedy mm -hmm. with, with a great horror movie in it. I just love that. It's yeah, on our first film. show, uh, I had that on my list, I believe. You know, on my list or, uh, like, my honorable mention for um, favorite horror movies. I think the comedy you did aren't over the top. It's, it's not over the top. Which, mm -hmm. to me, I, I kind of prefer where the comedy's not over the top in the horror movie. Right, well, otherwise you get, like, um, what was that last one there with the slugs? Yeah, Slither, I thought it was too much yeah. comedy, while at the same time it had a lot of uh, gore and stuff, and it was kind of an uneasy balance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky thing to really pull off, I think. But, mm -hmm. I don't know, I mean, if... if I... I definitely think it's pretty neat to see, like, some dark humor and stuff, and, you know, mixed into stuff, but... It's definitely not what gets the masses, you know. Uh huh. Well, I mean, there's your, uh, you know, people exceptions to the rule, kind of like Evil Dead and stuff like that. But I don't know. Like the majority of people, they don't look back and say Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two was awesome, you know. Right. Right. Yeah. Very few people do. Mm -hmm. Even though I, I love the movie, but it is cheesy as hell. I think it's kind of the same reason, you know, in, movie, in uh, award shows. Well, horror movies don't win, but the movies that win are dramatic uh, roles. You really, like, comedies never win, even though, you know, comedies can be a good movie. I think more people are going to remember something that touched them more uh, dramatically than they do something uh, that, you know, made them laugh. True. See, the one with the giant spiders, what was that, Eight-Legged Freak? That one had too much comedy for me. I was, I, you did it like eight-legged freaks? No, I just couldn't get into that one. It does on my top ten list. I figured as much. No, that was Kingdom of the Spiders with Shatner. That was oh. uh, someone on our board brought up Gun Frankenstein. And I, to me, that's not a horror movie. I mean, it's a, it's a comedy. Yeah. I mean, I absolutely love the movie. It's one of my favorite movies, but... Well, I think, you know, I think that crosses yeah. the line. Yeah, that that's not really a horror movie. It's like saying Dracula dead and loving it is like a... <laughs> that's, that's a horror a movie. comedy nor a horror movie. <laughs> 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 it's barely a movie. <laughs> Dude, is that Leslie Nielsen in it? <laughs> so did so did the uh, scary movie four. <laughs> you see, that's Creep an example show. where, like, 
you know, if you're really Mel Brooks's friend, you got to tell him, like, Mel, this shit's not funny, man. You know? <laughs> it's like Harvey Corman, you got to tell him. Tell him it's not funny. Write something else, dude. That was so disappointing, mm. the movie. What about the Blair Witch Project? Uh, see, I'm, a big, I'm actually a big fan of the movie. I, I don't see any mm. comedy in it. They no. tried, but... Try? I don't think that's not, that's not trying to be a comedy. It's trying to be a horror movie. Yeah, I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen, like, the second one or something. Uh, the second one's terrible. The Bear Wench Project. That's what <laughs> they're talking about. Oh. John. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever even talked to John about uh, the Blair Witch. What do you think of the original Blair Witch Project? I thought the original one was pretty interesting in what they tried to do, you know? Like, how they... Um, had it recorded and everything, and they had a lot of people believing, like, this was something that was actually real, like, you're going to go see, like, these people right. get killed who was making a documentary and stuff. I thought it was pretty neat. I, I, I don't know. I think uh, they could have done a lot That's better with the... original concept. Uh, yeah, they could have done a lot better with the uh, franchise, for sure, but I'm, oh, yeah, right. I don't see how they yeah. could, like, make it, like, Bible's sequel off of... Off no, of I, no, I don't... It's like staying true to the uh, the franchise, like we said earlier. If you make a sequel to that, you either have to uh, you have to make you know another real low budget movie, and can you really do that? Do the same thing twice, mm-hmm. or you have to go like upscale, and then it's like a totally different movie from what why the original was so popular. Yeah, if if you made it, it would be like the the first movie over again. You know, there's really yeah. no other way you could do it. But but I thought that was a really effective movie. I loved it. But I there's a too. lot of people that hate that. Yeah, movie. I think a lot hate that movie. Yeah, I think that there was so much hype to it that uh, you know it couldn't live up to uh, live up to hype to a lot of people. Yeah. Plus, I think people like who just now watch it mm-hmm. and who weren't around like when when like everything was going on. You know, like you you'd hear about like the uh, the website and like the making of it and stuff. There was a lot more to it than the actual movie. You know what I mean? There was there was this hype, and like people really believed it was real. Oh, it was a big build-up, yeah. Yeah. You know, now, now if you just see kind of go into a cold. Mm-hmm. I think um, I think Stephen King always puts in a little bit of humor in all his movies too. Mm-hmm. There's always like a, at least a little bit. That's another one of my my favorite like blends of like horror and comedy is Creepshow. Yeah, that's one of my that's uh. Movie always stuck with me. It was uh, one of my favorite movies when I was a kid. I was growing up, and I think it still holds up. Um, I actually have the old the old VHS tape. My mom bought it for me when it was. This was back when like VHS tapes were expensive. You know, you could buy them for like a dollar, <laughs> and they came in like big cases that like you would close and it almost like seal up. You know, it looked like I you actually like bought something nice. Gel, yeah. yeah. You know, now you just get the the, old, the cheap uh, dust cover. But you know, this was you know it was a it was like a cool thing at the time. And uh, I actually wore that tape out. They watched it so often. <laughs> that one also had Leslie Mills in it. Yes, I think that was probably <laughs> his first. That's why he wore it out. <laughs> yeah, I just couldn't get enough of Le- Leslie Nielsen. <laughs> I could hold my breath for a long time. <laughs> you can kill us, Richard. Ted Danson's hair still looks like it does to this day. <laughs> I know. Uh, I wonder what why that is. Can I feel shattered? It's amazing. <laughs> is it still the same one? <laughs> yeah, actually, now he's like, I think he went gray, didn't he? Yeah. Know. He went natural, he's like gray and bald. He, maybe I should get another one, you know. 
<laughs> convince these people that I'm yeah. gray haired. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, you mean like you should do that? No. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was a joke. See, John's really though. 48. He just doesn't tell anyone that. <laughs> I'm really an old man. But, uh,. I don't know. I, like a lot of horror movies, I just don't understand why why they take a certain direction. And I guess they just get these like idiot directors who think they can make it their own movie and like change it into something else. And this is like, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Stay with the su- successful, you know, formula here. <laughs> don't mm-hmm. don't stray well, from. Blame the screenwriters too, though. Yeah, yeah. The screenwriters are also to be to blame. Oh, that's for sure, yeah. Anybody who's come like... Come up with that drag, you know? <laughs> what are you saying, John? Anyone who's, like, involved with the production of one of these films is to blame. <laughs> now, whenever we have Dish here, everybody doesn't know. He's, he's uh, 14 years old. And I like to get his uh, his view of what's going on, you know, in his world, because he comes in different from a different world from us. Mm-hmm. You know, we got one man who's, you know... We're the different generations here. So I just want to know, like, in your world, the 14-year-old's world, what's, what's like, popular in uh, the horror movie scene? Horror movies would be uh, the Grudge movies and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm-hmm. Are, like, the two biggest things. No, the, the, the remakes. Yeah. Or, yeah. No, the Grudge is original. <laughs> No, I meant the remakes of uh, the Friday Thirteenth. I mean the Texas uh, Chainsaw Massacre. Movie. Yeah, I was one. You know, I don't think the fourteen-year-olds were all of a sudden like clamoring over. Or did the they TV make a thing. Japanese version of the Grudge? Or is that? <laughs> I don't know. I think the original yeah. is Japanese. Yeah, the, the original is. Okay, so it's like the it's like the instant remake. Right. Yep. It's like you got your version, we got ours. <laughs> it's the Americanized version. They should have put an American kid in theirs. Exactly, right. But, Doesn't make sense. But have it be some stuck-up team. Have it be like some stuck-up team that won't leave the house. But Caucasian kids aren't scary, though, Dish. You're not scary. <laughs> you could show up like, I'm not going to freak out, you know? You could be wearing some pancake makeup and doing some weird, like, cat noise. It's not going to bug me. <laughs> I'm just going to slap you and say, get the hell out of here, you know? I'll go find something to do. Uh, T.C. Anderson here in our chat room, um, I don't know if it's a he or she. Uh, they said that the Chucky went way overboard with the bad comedy after the first one. Who did? Chucky. Child's oh, yeah. Play movies. Oh. <laughs> I actually thought, I actually really enjoyed Bride of Chucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like but Bride then I of thought Chucky. Seed was really bad. Yeah. I actually, like, it, to, to a certain extent, I uh, enjoy, like, part two and part three. And then uh, Bride of Chucky was good. Seed of Chucky wasn't that great. Mm-hmm. Right to Chucky rule, though, just because, like, it, it, was, it had so many things going on. That was actually someone taking a movie and taking it in a different direction, but, like, mm-hmm. making a good movie with it. Mm-hmm. What was the, um, You know, if, if that was, if, if, if we would just tell you, like, oh, well, we're going to take uh, the Chucky series and we're going to give him a bride, you'd think, well, it's going to be stupid. Mm-hmm. But it was actually, uh, you know, it was well made. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they had John Ritter in it, which can't go wrong. Right. I think Chucky suffered from, like, well, and, and the same thing with, with Freddy to some extent. It's kind of like the, the Schwarzenegger syndrome, you know? We just get hooked on bad one-liners, you know? And it just doesn't work for an hour and a half, you know? 
I think those days are far behind. Come on. <laughs> I don't know how like James Bond one-liners worked its way into horror movies, but somehow it had. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't, I don't understand. Oh, it did though. You're right. It is. It's like it's like a combination of Bond and uh, like the Crypt Keeper. It's fine for a half an hour show, you know. Right. Where you just got the intro, Crypt Keeper says, you know, boys, boils and and ghouls, you know, and that's that's cool. But do you prefer your killers to be like to be a guy that talks, you know, like a Freddy, or do you think it's scarier when it's a guy that doesn't say a word, like a Jason or a Mike Myers? It's kind of cool to see how, like, how they're mysterious when they don't talk. But I actually like when they give one-liners. <laughs> I know why. I guess you have to have a variety, or else it's going to be all the same thing. Yeah. To me, it's spookier, though, I think, like the, the non-talking guy. Um, T.C. Anderson here in our chat room is a guy. <laughs> oh, man, I was in suspense. <laughs> Sorry to let you down, John. This is open for a fangirl on that one. I was like, oh man, can't wait to find out who they are. Female, male. Probably it. start asking about a MySpace for. Hmm. All right, we got to hear. Talk about um, scary. That's a scary place right there, MySpace. Oh God. This. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any horror stories uh, related to the, to the MySpace? No. I was oh, just making oh. a dumb joke. Oh, all right. Oh, maybe. It's like a bad experience. <laughs> These people, I don't even know who they are. They keep asking <laughs> to be my friends. Then I let them be my friends, and they tell me I have to upgrade my uh, MySpace space. <laughs> it's have, you, have you done a blog recently? Do what? Have you done a blog recently? No, not really. I don't like that Because I hate yeah. blogs. You know what, though? You can, you can check out... Um, it's uh, www.myspace.com uh, backslash uh, without your head. Well, that's a different story. Yeah, that's probably one of the best uh, MySpaces out there, I think. That's a horse of another color right there. Yeah, I think so. I think so, man. Well, uh, any more questions here you want me to ask? There's a couple here that are actually good. I think we should save... We could actually do a whole show on some of these. Um, yeah, I'll say the good ones, like uh, best horror movie ending, best movie hero. Uh, maybe we could come up with our own list and maybe just uh, do a whole show about that. I think that'd be pretty good. All right, we've got... Um, if you buried Freddy Krueger's bones in the burial ground for Pet Cemetery, would he come back to physical life? <laughs> Who comes up with these questions? <laughs> Our fans. <laughs> Which you can send to with uh, your head at hotmail.com. I guess he would come back as like a crazy... Uh, he'd almost come back as like what he is, I guess. Like a, yeah, he would basically. Uh, he'd come <laughs> back as like a dream... Like his dream form, but like not real or something. He'd be sneakier though, I think. Perhaps. It'd have to be if he was real. It couldn't just like... Here in different places. <laughs> Coming back to life. That yeah, maybe that—that that, maybe that's the way to actually kill him. I think this is the way they found out to actually kill the guy. They, they bury his bones in the pet cemetery, brings him back to life, which takes his uh, spirit out of your dreams, and then you can kill the physical person. 
Yeah, but, awesome but, or you could just keep him alive and he can never go into dreams again. That's, that, that's actually a pretty good idea. But they tried that in like both of them, in like in the first one, and then they tried they it in. Uh, yanked him out of the dream. Yeah. Right? yeah, but they had to make a scene. And then they tried it in Freddy's Dead. Yeah, but that was in Freddy Vision. Well, the secret of killing Freddy is he's got to stop being profitable in the movie. <laughs> and once he stops being profitable, that's when Freddy will end. No, do you think? Do you think that's a movie right there? <laughs> they take Freddy's mo- money away. Yeah, the, the guy comes out of comes out of the horror movie. And he's like, you know, I'm tired of making these movies. I want to kill my own franchise. To be damned with this Nightmare on Elm Street <laughs> franchise. Uh, I think we got something there. We got you could throw a hand grenade in this theater and not kill nobody. <laughs> right? I think we got a movie. You, did a movie. You call Woody Allen on that one, man. I think I think he's got that. One. Yeah. T. Hmm. Uh, C. Anderson said that uh, he would pretend to be a woman for for John, but he'd make an. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Could he at least send him pictures of a good-looking woman <laughs> and say it with him? Hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. What I'll look like when you're drunk. And uh, Ryron also says here in the chat room that um, talking killers is more dangerous to the movie since most horror movie actors suck. Take Devil's Rejects. I was begging those killers to shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I hope he didn't mean... Um, Ah, no, he couldn't have been. No, he couldn't have been. Yeah. I think Fire Brain's pretty good in that movie. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I want, want me to go back to the list? Here, let's uh, actually take a break real quick, and we'll be right back. Sound Alrighty. good? Alrighty. Wait a minute. Yours is bent 
Okay, and we are back once again. Yes. And uh, I'm still Neil. <laughs> I'm still John. I'm now Dish. <laughs> I'm Troy. Oh, man. <laughs> we like he's been on the show now. <laughs> he sounded like he had like some like mental problems by admitting he was <laughs> Troy. He was like, I'm Troy. <laughs> I, I think if you really embody uh, Troy, you, you have to. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God! You don't even you don't even know the half of it, man. <laughs> Wacko Bob's got nothing on me. All right. <laughs> Any more questions? Yes. Uh, we'll we'll keep up with the questions here. I uh, like these questions. Yeah, and like I said, anybody wants to send us some, uh, send them to uh, without your head at hotmail dot com and post them on our board. An uh, email may be better. No, we'll read them on the show. You can send, like, real questions, too. This show's kind of, uh, I think, kind of a humor-based show. But you can even ask, like, a serious uh, or movie questions, and we'll ask them. We'll answer we, we have a good blend of humor. And oh, yeah, you can keep it humor, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> or some people would say, they're just not giving the fans what they want. <laughs> <laughs> we need new writers. That's the thing. All right. What have you never seen as the trademark of a killer or monster? Blade, glove, hockey mask, machete, chainsaw, etc. That you'd really like to see someone use? Hmm. Slingshot. <laughs> a slingshot. That one would be tough to pull off, but I could see it happen. I could definitely see it happen. The slingshot killer? What would they they were like exploding like marble <laughs> slingshots or something. Dennis, this summer, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> Dennis the we'll Menace has nothing on him. For you. <laughs> well, that yeah. could put a spin on the uh, pet cemetery thing if they dump Dennis the Menace's dead ass. Yeah, they could bring. They could have, they just have a child killer. It'd be kind of like Problem Child, only you know up to two notches. Became an old, worn-out actor that nobody wanted to see. <laughs> yeah, he goes around killing. Ah, he goes around killing people with the slingshot. That would rule. Um, I think that would work. They used the slingshot in um, oh, in Thinner, the Gypsy Woman, man. Uh, they put yeah. the hole in the guy's hand with. Yeah, that's hardly anything they don't use. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps like a banana. <laughs> Banana. You know what I'd like to see? Banana in pajamas. Is someone using like like a huge lobster claw? <laughs> not, not like a hammer or something, but like an actual lobster claw. Uh-huh. Like put it over hmm. his hand and just go around and binge people to death. <laughs> well, how, how about the, how, how about the uh, thing that you know that they break the cl- the shells with? Now that oh, could be a weapon. Pack? Yeah. Oh, oh, like a nutcracker or something. Yeah. I know one. one this thing. Christmas. <laughs> the Nutcracker Street. <laughs> I know what they should use. Lawyers. Lawyers would work. Send so your lawyers guns and money. All right. <laughs> How about um? Maybe like a nagging lady who just nags people until they just <laughs> blow their heads off. <laughs> a guilt trip. <laughs> <laughs> You thought you had domestic problems. 
I, I really want a guy with a with a with a blunt weapon to kill people. I think I, I don't want to see just like guys get. I've seen decapitations. I've seen your throats getting sliced. I've seen people getting cut in half. I want to see someone just get bashed bashed to, to death, like bashed to pieces, get their skull bashed. Have <laughs> a like a meat tenderizer now. Yes, the meat tenderizer. You got a crazy yeah. chef. And yeah. he's got he's got the apron and it's he's gonna go around and the aprons gonna get bloody. He's got the chef's hat on. He's got a meat tenderizer. Now that's that a movie. Works. That works. That's a throwback slash movie with a twist. He doesn't slash he bashes. He's a, it's yep. a basher movie. It's that's a slasher movie update. He, he lost like the Iron Chef or something. He's really pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see somebody like use a microwave to melt people's heads. <laughs> well, they wanted to do that for you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> how about how about the sole of like a I don't know a shoe or something? This, you just smack just people around until they die. Did they just shoe off, beating people up. No, you know, I I think the best, the, by far, is the best uh, idea here is the meat cleaver. You the meat like tenderizer. The no, I like the meat tenderizer. Oh my god! Yeah, and plus, uh, all, all these chefs that they're popping out. He's got the Food Network. He could be. He could go up there and he could be given one-liners from all the chefs. He'd be like, "Kick it up a notch." Yeah, that's true. Bam! Bang! 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 One time, one time when I was in high school, I was talking to my uh, my uh, my uh, ceramics teacher because I was in the ceramics class. Uh, and I asked him, I was like, could you, like, throw a body in there into the uh, big kennel thing? <laughs> oh, into the kiln? Yeah, and just, like, burn them all to hell. <laughs> would, would, would there be enough left to, like, prove that, like, uh, there was, that, that, you know, like, they could trace it back to you? Was that oh, when no, you went away for a while? The kiln. Do what? Did they take you away <laughs> after that? <laughs> No, he actually like sat there and wondered it with me. You <laughs> like, can crank up the kiln. The kiln can get up at real high temperatures. Oh yeah, because like if you if you open if if you, if you have one with like a little like thing that you can pull out and like look in there, you can actually see it's like glowing red. Oh yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. the, an old guy that I used to work with, Frank Mathewitz, he um. He worked like a million different odd jobs and stuff. And, and one of his jobs, like back in, I think it was like the 40s, he worked in, um, oh, what do you call it when you incinerate a body? Um, oh, uh, what you would cremation. Say? Yeah. Cremation. He, he worked in a crematorium. And um, he No, had, just for fun. <laughs> well, he was independently wealthy. He didn't have to work there, but he liked watching right. the body sizzle. And he said that, like, they drew him in there in the big fire. And he said if you had a big fat guy, he would sizzle, kind of like bacon. And the only thing that was left, like, when you get the ashes from, from your departed, like, if you get in an urn or something, is the bones, because it's the only thing that remains. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they do it differently now, but back in the 40s, he would take the bones, and his job was to take the bones out. Well, he'd also have to scrape, like, the grates, whatever right. was left of the people. Right. Make some head cheese. Yeah. And he would have to take the bones, the entire skeleton of that person, and pound it up into powder. And that's what you're getting. He said it's very light because there's no moisture left in the bones. Mm -hmm. So he said the skull weighed like uh, just a few ounces because it was hollow. 
And um, and he'd bang them up with a, with a hammer. He'd smash them up and powder them all. But now I'm sure they have a machine that does that and stuff. But that's all you're getting. You're just getting the bones. You're not getting anything else from here. Yeah. Why don't they just give you the skeleton? What's that? Why don't they just give you the bones? Why don't they that's just what I'd the... want. I'd want the entire skeleton. I'd be like, screw breaking and it up, man. I are you, would you be allowed to just keep like the skeleton of like a departed loved one like in your house? Oh. Well, I'm just saying, if 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 you can if you can you can own the smashed up bones, smashed up bones in a powder form. Why can't you just hold the Why can't you just keep the skeleton? But he said that wasn't a good job. He didn't like working there. <laughs> Manning. <laughs> you know, though, you got to wonder about the kind of people that do enjoy working there. That's true. That's uh, very true. There's a scene in the, in, uh, the movie Grizzly Man. It's a really good movie. I just watched it uh, this week. Oh my. God. And they're talking to the dude who did like the autopsy. That guy, that guy is freaky. He's got like his eyes are all like wide. You know, he's talking about like getting the bags of people that were eaten by the bear, and they brought him in like these two big large. And he's like, and I got bags, and they were filled with people. And his eyes get real big and stuff. And this guy, this guy's freaky. I mean, I'm just saying though, if if you're getting a job where you where your job is to work with dead people, there's probably you know probably something wrong with you. Yeah. Hmm. I see. That's true. Well, you're real lonely. <laughs> right. <laughs> there, there was a show about, like, uh, it was unsolved or just, like, weird uh, crimes. And this one dude, he, uh, there was this girl and she died and he, you know, he, he took her body and stuff and he actually inserted a tube into her so he could have sex with her. <laughs> you're just what a kind of this was a real dude. Oh, it was a movie, like, TV show. <laughs> well, You're freaking out, Dish. <laughs> uh, T.C. Anderson said that paper cuts really hurt. So they can have a killer does he uses paper. Ooh, that's, that's kind of villainous when you think about it. Coming this Thanksgiving, rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> the Rochambeau. That actually could be used cool. Like, they hung him up and he just started, like... Yeah, he could come in and he's like... Right, he plays rock, paper, scissors with them. <laughs> and he either stones them to death, he cuts them up with, you know, paper. Well, that could also have scissors. your thing in it, Neil. You know, where you want to see somebody bludgeoned to death, well, they can have a rock. Right. Why do you mean that, like, I just want to see someone bludgeoned? I mean, in a movie, I don't want to, like... Oh, but when we were out for lunch the other day, you just said, you know, out of the blue, that you'd love to see somebody bludgeoned. I want to see a horror movie where it's like Encino Man, but he's evil. Where they, like, fall out of caveman, and he just goes on a killing spree. Well, they frogs, don't forget. Frogs? Trog? <laughs> no, I thought you said frog. Oh, no, do you remember Trog? No, I don't think I've seen this one. He was like a troglodyte, he was like a caveman, he was living in a cave, really bad movie. <laughs> it's kind of what, uh... It, it's it's kind of like, like Jason, when he goes to space, he kind of thaw him out. That's true. That's true. The frog, he was living, I think he was living under, like, in London, like in the subway or something like that. Man, we got to see these movies, dude. Go rent frog. But that, that's a good it. one. That's a good one. Caveman. Yeah. <laughs> Death by caveman. Probably what they'd really do, you know, just start picking up rocks and throwing them at people. <laughs> right. They'd probably be pretty easy to kill, though. He's just like, this is old dude who's frozen. No! <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the caveman is hard to kill. 
But uh, maybe he was young whenever he got frozen. So. <laughs> the yeah, invincible you, caveman. You remember when Steven Seagal came out of his coma? Uh huh. In that movie. What movie is that? Like Hard to Kill or whatever? <laughs> and he said, and he said, Steven Seagal movie. <laughs> and, he couldn't, and he couldn't walk right away. Steven Seagal is out for me. I don't think, you know, if they, if they thought this cave man, he's, he couldn't be able to walk right away. He's going to need, like, exercise. He can just jump up and run around. Oh, all right. I guess that would make a better movie. Well, the, didn't the chicken, um... In Tarantino's place, didn't she do that? Like, hey, I've been in a coma for six years. Hey, <laughs> gonna go run around, and kick people in the head. Now. No, she couldn't. She couldn't move. She's like yeah, gone for around. An hour. So. <laughs> One hour in the movie time, which was like a decade in reality. Yes. What if they used the knife from the Monty Python, where he got all his limbs cut off? What if he was just like hopping after people? Yeah, they could. They the could have a, Yeah, they could have an amputee killer. That's never been done, I bet. No, and see that that would that would like uh, you know I listened to uh, Trey Parker and Matt Stone from uh, South Park, mm-hmm. and, and they claim that Timmy is like is like a hero to uh, to like handicap people because like they they don't see like a handicapped character on TV. And this could be, like, a hero to handicap people. They Maybe, like, like have have his feet as, like, belt grinders, you know, the, the sanders, where he can, like, roll around and, like, replace his arms with, like, uh, chainsaws or something. Well, they say oh, that... That would kind of rule. They say that it's scarier when, when, the, uh, when the killer doesn't run. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's walking after you like a Mike Myers. Well, this guy literally can't run. He's in a wheelchair. He's coming after you. Oh, that would be pretty scary stuff. That's true, but what would he do once he got to you, though? Oh, just unspeakable <laughs> horrors. Oh, okay. What if, if if he's, like, in a wheelchair, you might want to stay away from going downhill or something. Coming this July. Bears, man. You're, you're probably pretty safe. <laughs> the maniac on wheels. <laughs> or on Sanders. You know, on yeah. Sanders. I'm telling you, we got, we got some good stuff here. Well, everybody can send, uh, you got any more questions for us or topics, send them to withoutyourhead at hotmail.com or come on to withoutyourhead.com and uh, post them there. I think that uh, wraps up the uh, show. Excellent. I was just getting warmed up, man. I'm on my second glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need some. Second. How big's the cup, please? Oh, it's ginormous. <laughs> I'm trying this show, by the way. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Actually, I'm dead on this show right now. That's correct. Alrighty, people. Till next time.
Sur.